Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> She got that good, good. She Michael Jackson bad. I'm attracted to her for her attractive ass. And now we murderers because we kill time. I knock her lights out and she still shine. I hate to see her go, but I love to watch her leave. But I keep her running back and forth like a soccer team. Cold as a winter day, hot as a summer's leaves. Young money thieves. Your heart with ease. I like the way you walking if you walking my way. I'm that red bull. Now let's fly away. Let's buy a place with all kind of space. I let you be the judge and, and, and I'm the case. I'm gutter gutter. I put her under. I see me with her. No Stevie Wonder. She don't even wonder. Cause she knows she bad. And I got a nigga. Grocery okay. bag. Ooh, baby. I'll be Oh, baby, I'll be 
All right, so how's your week been, Merlo? Yeah, I'm over here. Okay, yeah. Your week, guys. All right. Well, welcome to the show, sir. How are you? Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Doing very well. Yourself? Well, you know, we we up in here. I'm feeling your mother right now. So, uh, all right, all right. All about you tonight. We're going to promote you. So I hope you have a lot of energy. You ain't got no drive talking going on because it's all about promoting you. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to, you know, update, you know, everybody on what's going on, what I've been doing, you know, the last year or so. So, you know, I definitely want to enlighten everybody, and uh, especially in the DMV area. You know, I, you know, I definitely uh, appreciate the support. And worldwide, just appreciate the support from everybody. So, you know, definitely want to use this platform to do so. Okay, do. So now, uh, let's let's start from the beginning. The artist PM Live. Uh, so your name is Dante Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. music yeah. producer and rapper, best known for your stage name PM, which is Pharaoh Mountain, King of the Mountain. Uh, mm-hmm. Says that you were born in Patterson, New Jersey, raised in Baltimore, Maryland. And you would have success as a solo artist with your current singles, Unfortunate, uh, by Big Bike mm-hmm. Records, No Problem, mm-hmm. by WOA mm-hmm. International, and That's What It Is, by Extraordinary Entertainment. So let's just start Correct. from the beginning Correct. real quick. So so let's mm-hmm. start from that end. So you came up with the name for a Mountain because? No, not really. I actually... um. Oh, you know, I used to put out a bevy of music. Like, uh, you know, I started in the '90s, so you know, back in back in the '90s era, you know, the person that was putting out a bevy of music was like Master P. So, for me, I was putting out like an album like every week. So my DJ um, at the time, uh, DJ Danza from Big Bang Records, was like, "Were you trying to be Master P or something?" So I kind of, you know, <laughs> changed it a little bit, you know, because I was mm-hmm. rhyming, rapping bars, that's just in me. So I'm just going to, put, you know, put out a countless amount of just music until something hits. So I kind of just took that moniker and, you know, kind of basically formed, you know, Paramount or Paramount, you know, Mountain. Oh, Mountain yeah. short for Mountain. So kind of put my own twist on the name, but you know, that's how I pretty much came up with the name PM. And I've just been rolling out that way, rolling with that name, you know. Patterson, New Jersey, If uh, sorry for the mm-hmm. point, but isn't that where the, the movie Lean On Me was kind of based out of? Yeah, yeah, that's actually, uh, my mom Deuce went to that high school, Eastside High School. You know, Joe Clark, like, yeah, you were like right up the street from, from my people, so, you know, you know, we had close ties to Eastside and everything. My own, my uncle was actually um, he's in the Hall of Fame for uh, you know a lot of the sports and you know accolades he's done in his career. So definitely, definitely home from there. And then we kind of we wound up in Baltimore. And you know, at the time when I moved to Baltimore, it wasn't really a, a hip hop scene down here. So it kind of you know, they say the South is a little late, so it kind of came through a little later on, and I caught the wave 
and I was able to establish my footing down here in the community. And, you know, DMV has been, you know, very welcoming, you know, for me. And I've just been carrying the torch, you know, especially when, you know, performing uh, in and around the, the city, you know, around the world. Okay. So, um, quick shout-out to uh, the team again. They sitting up here in the chat room talking about, I forgot about them. No, I didn't forget about y'all. We got you, just me. All right. And, <laughs> and AKA Montana. And, and, and yeah. who else we got? Uh, Miss Lady Jen, Don Christian, and, and of course you, Dana. We, you're all here. I got you. I got you. Um, so, now... It says that at the age of 12, that's when you begin performing mm-hmm. for the neighborhood. Now, when you're saying performing, yeah. that's when you would get up on stage and do little zippity doo dah, zippity yay things, or this is where you start no, on street performance rap. <laughs> nah, nah, you know, for me, it was like, um, we talking about for the, you know, for the OGs, it's really performing for them because you really had to find your voice out there. So, not too many people really got those opportunities. I was just one of the, the blessed ones to come through and and was, because I was really one of the, the little mans running behind them. So, you know, mm-hmm. around that time, you know, my parents kind of just, they believed in what I was doing. So they started buying me equipment. Oh. And I started learning how to use the equipment, you know, to, because I come from the boom bat era, you know, it's really just a beat and a snare. So it's, once you can get that down and be in rhythm, it's easy to, you know, to come up with music. So I was able to, you know, simplify my music, my production, just by, you know, utilizing the instruments I had and also just freestyling, you know, in and around in the neighborhood. And I actually went into the studio and we did a song. And it was crazy because I've never really been in a – I've seen it on TV, but i never really seen it in person. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have any beats with us. We just had the rhymes in our head. Uh, and, like, the guy was like – he was like, hey, you want to – um, what you guys want to rap over? We was like, we don't have nothing. He said, I have something. You know, this back in the ADA area, era. So he pulled something up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wow. We, we did it in 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, we just a bunch of teenagers, you know, being positive, you know, and I started off, that's how I was able to develop my style, just, you know, coming up with those songs of, uh, it's a message behind what I'm saying. You know, at the end, you're going to get the message in those songs. And that's how I'm fortunate and, the no problems and you know my current single. Uh, that's what it is. And those are the songs that's just you know underneath of what I'm talking about. I'm really talking about something. Okay, so we do have uh, a couple of songs up on the switchboard tonight, and we're going to jump into one of oh, those yeah, tracks. Yeah. Uh, so let's oh, try yeah. Smitty. I'm thinking. Should oh, we do yeah. that one, or should we do New York first? Um, let's let's go with Smitty first. You know that's uh that's definitely uh, uh the hip hop favorite right now. Okay, then. So go ahead and mute your phones, everyone. We'll be right back. Here we go with Smitty. Uh. 
uh, you know, doing it from, you know, the mixtape to now is uh, SoundCloud. And, you know, seeing how the music business has shifted from, you know, actual sales to just uh, more streaming. And just understanding technology, you know, because I'm more so, um, as an artist, I was able to still um, sustain by, you know, uh, coming out with my brand of music. And never changing, you know, I've always uh, came with this style of music. Okay. How does your family feel about everything that you're doing now? Oh, I'm sorry. You good? Um, you know, yeah, they are very supportive for the most That's part. Good. Yeah, uh, like I said, even from uh, you know, my mom Deuces saying that you know I was really serious about you know doing my music. She's always came to my um my shows and stuff like that. So I just seeing that early on, just you know, the whole family behind me, cousins and uncles, aunts, and just more so the city, you know, because I just, that was the most important for me, just doing it from uh, from an international standpoint. You know, I just didn't want to be, you know, performing in these other places, and, and they're like, well, who's PM? And nobody knows. And I just doing something different for the culture because it's more to this, um, this music games. It's, you know, just being on magazines and performing at uh, the same events and venues, you know, just, it's, you know, hip-hop is worldwide. You know, I'm just trying to open up those uh, those lanes to inspire other artists to to want to, you know, do it on an international stage as well. So you just said something that was very important. When you said it's more about the magazines and more about what else? It's not about this, you know, uh, taking pictures from magazines and and uh, being on your favorite websites like World Star and stuff like that is, you know, if you want to, because I'm also into brand, and I think that that's what I was able to do, you know, early on was not only just establish myself as an artist, but establish my brand, you know, under um, extraordinary entertainment, and really putting a stamp on, you know, separating my sound because that's what I wanted to do because I saw that the the industry wasn't doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they wasn't doing artist development, you know. So oh. I just took my, you know, my own money and my own time, and 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 hit the and hit the mixtape circuit. Because, you know, I had conversations with major labels, uh, you know, early on, and I submitted demos and stuff like that, and and they liked the demos, but I paid for that. So I'm like, if you like the demos, are you going to, you know, supply me the budget to be able to, you know, to record more songs? And the answer to to me was, um, well, you already have everything set up. So continue to do what you what you do. And I'm to myself, I'm like, well, if I'm paying for it, then why am I going to, you know, go 50-50 at, at that point? So... But I knew I was on to something because they liked what I submitted. So I just continued to, you know, to put myself under the development. And and you really need material, you know, and I can't preach that enough. If, you know, you can't walk in the door with just uh, two projects. You know, you just got to show up. 
uh, you gotta have a lot of material. So they gotta be able to to know what kind of artist you are. And I think I was able to do that just over time and take the time to just develop my craft and and my subject matter and stuff like that. Now, in 2006, uh, you signed your first mm-hmm. publishing deal. How did that work out? Mm-hmm. Well, it was a learning experience, for one. Um, but, again, it helped me um, understand that, you know, I had to bring the music that I, that could sell. And I, you know, I submitted my, my music, you know, like a, like most artists, you know, with a press kit and a presentation, and uh, and I was mm-hmm. able to get picked up by no. There was a small publishing company. Um, uh, they had licensed my music for a number of uh, TV shows at the time. They had uh, a deal for Spike TV. I don't even know if they're around. Uh, I don't watch TV as much. <laughs> so, right, right. I remember them. Yeah, right. So I, I wouldn't know, but um. But for the most part, you know, that was the extent of what they kind of explained to me. Uh, I would be a part of their catalog, you know, if and when. You know, so that was just another huge investment, just knowing the the power of ownership and being able to, you know, sign those deals without uh, having to go to a third party and being rejected or whatever have you. So that's when I started to lean more into remaining independent and not trying to, you know, chase the major deal. So you actually recorded a song while you was touring in Bosnia. Yeah. Yeah, man. Bosnia. Yeah. Now, I've yeah. left the country. So how uh-huh. how was the international stage for you when you did that? Oh, man. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a uh, I can't I can't explain it because it's it's so much love. It's it's like the and like I said I'm telling my age, but it's like the 80s when hip hop was first really getting that 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 recognition and when it was new. Like I, I sat I sat in the middle of a club one night and saw you know I saw this uh, this Croatian. She just she mouthed every every lyric to to MOP. A B side, that kind of love. It was, and before I even said a, a, a lyric, they erupted. So it gave it gave me that newfound love for um, for hip hop because I was just kind of feeling down about it because of you know what I went through, you know dealing with the politics and everything. So it just lets me know that you know it's just bigger than my neighborhood, my my region, my my country. You know, so Hi Lilla I'm here Can you hear me? You still with me? Yeah, we hear you Yeah, can everyone hear me? <laughs> yep Okay, peace So You good? You have anything you want to say before? Well, I want to go into another track. <laughs> oh, well, we <laughs> Well, go ahead. I'll say what I got to say till after that. That's fine. All right. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump into New York. Here we go.
Structure like Rock Nation, and they have a recording <laughs> uh, label side, they have a management side, and they and they have booking agency side, and the film division, and you know they, they definitely have a 
an array of uh, departments within mm-hmm. entertainment, and um, they're based out of India. And I've been following, you know, their movement uh, for a number of years. And you know, Oliver Sean is the—I uh, I, would—I guess he would be the uh, premier recording artist face of the, of the label. And he's had uh, a great uh, number of success uh, internationally. But anyhow, um, I've been associated with, with their label for a number of years. And I've been submitting my music, you know, over time, you know, just trying to, you know, get some traction. And I still was able to submit my uh, current single, That's What It Is. And so you, you – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying he, he liked the record to the point <laughs> where he wanted to put me on that song, New York. And um, I was kind of – you... <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. My bad. So I'm just, um, I was going to say, so you do a lot of submitting Mm -hmm. your music uh, to different brands and different labels and stuff, you know, so that's one thing that artists definitely should know that they should be submitting their tracks. They automatically feel that, you know, I just went into the studio, I've made a track, so I'm now relevant. We still don't know who you are. And you want people right. to go purchase your music. You want people to go listen to your music, but you haven't submitted music to people. You know, there are right. different methods of submittal. You know, you can, like you said, you can send a quick email after you follow the brand or whatever the case may be. You can tell your friends right. to take a listen. Right. But why do people always have to follow an artist? You know, you're not relevant enough for the follow, first of all. And then some of the people that are relevant for the, not saying that you're not relevant, um, right? and just in general, you know, because, you know, people follow these relevant artists, but at the end of the day, it's still nothing coming from it. You know, they don't care who you are. They don't know who you are. All they see you is a dollar, you know, and I know this because we have artists, you know, that we currently manage and help and what you said okay. about uh, development, you know, you have to right, be developed right, yeah. first, and you have to be a good steward over your business, though, in order for somebody to right. you better. Now, you submitting your music, do you feel that most artists should do that? You know, not just because you did it, but do you think that mm-hmm. they should as well? Well, it depends because, you know, um, my reason I was doing doing so because I was only, I was under an agreement of the label. Uh, but I had to submit records in, in order to, uh, you know, airplay consideration. But I would advise um, a lot of artists um, when it, it, it just really depends on, on the lane that they're, that they're doing. So, like, if you're trying to submit for, uh, for publishing or if you're trying to submit for uh Record of the uh, recording contract consideration. Um, you will want to get your stuff uh, copywritten and stuff like that because um, it's a music business, and a lot of record labels they they look at it as you're submitting records uh, for our artists, as a as opposed to you're submitting you know songs for your consideration. So 
you know, it's a dicey game when when you getting involved, but you always got to have your paperwork. And that's why it was, it's more safe for, for me to do so because I have the paperwork. So let me ask you this. So, oh, well, actually, go ahead, Vanilla. You had a question. Okay, I was, uh, I was wondering. Yeah, I do. Um, we actually have a – there was someone that tweeted a question to me, and they wanted to know – where you will be performing next, or do you have any shows that coming up, or anything like that? Right now, I'm um I'm scheduled to perform uh, in India actually at the uh, Wow the International Tenth uh, Annual uh, Music Festival, and they have uh, uh, I believe a uh, uh, five city tour. Um, all in all, I think it's about fourteen days, but that's the Current um, performance I have scheduled. Uh, other than that, I use uh, coast to coast um, live events, and uh, we're currently in negotiation. Uh, we set up a ten city tour as well, uh, so I definitely want to get back out and start performing. Okay. Okay. Do you have a website or anything that has a list of any of this so people can keep up with you or? Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, you can reach me at uh, xomedent uh, dot com. So type. Oh, I got you. I have to check out. Bye. <laughs> okay. Good night, everybody. It was nice meeting you and great music. Oh, thank Talk you, thank you. you. Nice meeting you too. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. All right. So, um, I forgot what I was about to say now. Oh, yes, that's what it was. So, what type of genre would you say that you would classify your music as? I definitely look at uh, the type of music I, I come with. Is, uh, I call it adult uh, hip-hop uh, contemporary. Um. I was, I've been told that I, I give folks the uh, the '90s feel, uh, especially with my uh, my choice of uh, music and uh, flow. So I kind of look at it because my demographic covers uh, 25 to 49. That's where you know most of my fans, um, and I look at it like, well, you know. Definitely my subject matter. You know, I wouldn't ca- I wouldn't classify myself as a. Uh, I, I guess it's the new mumble rap that's going on, and nothing against the uh, the, the new artists that's coming out. I actually like some of their music, um, and I like what they're doing uh, on the landscape. But I I tend to look at me more so in in the vein of in the uh, JV lane. Because he's, I think he's in the, he's fifty plus years old or something like that, and mm-hmm. we we tend to rap on that kind of that side of the fence, as opposed to you know, uh, we call it flexing or stunting, that type of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you you sound more like a, a educator, you know. Uh, versus a performer, and I'm actually 
happy that, you know, that a lot of people think, I mean, yes, the money's in the performances. Yes, it's all about that. But, you know, you've spoken tonight a lot about educating yourself, uh, educating other artists, uh, knowing your personal business, you know, and the different types of people that you're trying to reach and touch. You're looking at right. your particular brand as being international versus just here in the States. Now, Correct. I yeah. would, so I have a question for you. So do you mm-hmm. feel that the international stage is more so where your fans are, or would you say it still lies here in the States? Because that that's a whole different ballpark, you know, me personally, I would rather have the international stage, you know, because (laughs) it's global. You're not stuck in one spot, you know. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's my question. Um, I think it's uh, both. uh, Like I said, I I just kind of enjoyed, you know, the opportunities to to perform overseas in, in the early stages of my career. And I was able to just you know, take advantage and capitalize on those uh, relationships and friendships that I made and brought that same energy back home. And, and you know, when I did, did a show, in, uh, especially I did a show in Baltimore, and just the amount of love I, I got in the crowd was just that further just lets me know that it's, you know, it's worldwide. You know, maybe they just love seeing PM, and I'm just going to, you know, Deliver. Okay. All right. Now, um, just uh, got to speed along now. Um, so I noticed, yeah. like it said, that um, you were in several mixtapes and magazine placements. Um, now, mm-hmm. as a person, okay, so if you have a track of 15 people, per se, uh, mm-hmm. and you were placed at the, at the middle of the CD, how would you feel? Now, this is just a question, and I'm going to explain something in my own terms of what it would be. Um, well, you know, that's happened to me. And um, mm-hmm. I think uh, a true fan of, of the music would give the, uh, the CD a, a full listen um, mm-hmm. because it really doesn't matter where you're placed. Uh, you know, good music is everywhere, and it will be found. Because I, I used to be in the middle of the pack, or in, mm-hmm. behind the, the the line, and you know, and you know, you just work your way through it. But the, the okay. music is gonna, you know, persevere through all times. Now, me having produced one of those set uh, pieces, and the artist had submitted all the music, you know, I liked all of the tracks, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I was placing the different tracks, you know, it wasn't about how much money you gave me, how, you know, nothing like that, nothing about your fan right. base. It, it was really right. all about the message, you know. I, so I listened right. to each individual track and, you know, and I kind of, you know, you kind of started off like, okay, this is an introduction to what's to come, you know, and then you have mm-hmm. a couple of tracks. And me personally, I kind of put – and you, people can say I'm wrong, I kind of put at that particular time the track that I really, really didn't like, I kind of played it like third or fourth, you know, because I was just like, okay. And towards the middle of the CD was where I was 
those artists, they were bringing us back for the grand finale, which was the last track mm-hmm. of the CD. So I don't feel that the best track has to be at the first. You know, I feel that the best, best, best track based on all of your submissions at that time, which one tells the story best, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's how right. I did it. So now, do you feel I was wrong for that? Or? Well, again, you know, it's 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 from you know the person's <laughs> yeah. perspective, you know, and <laughs> and it's it's basically how you consume music, you know, and um, mm-hmm. you can't really tell no one how to listen to uh, a CD or or a project. Uh, I just always look at it as you know, a, a great song is a great song. You know, whether it's you know first or you know a lot of a lot of people always say when you you know when you submit music, um you want to put your best song out there, but how am I supposed you to do. know or my team or whatever have you supposed to know what is the best song to you? True. You know, true. My best song could be my B side, and then the song that I'm putting all the energy into is not the song that. That you like to play, and you know, and the thing is, you can't question opportunity, you know, in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta take what you, can. <laughs> you just yeah, gotta take true. it. Like, like what you yeah, what, you go ahead and play the B side. <laughs> right. So, but, but at the end of the day, you know, you just gotta. That's how I always look at, you know, when I put out my music, is, you know, hopefully, one of those songs on that CD is going to touch that one person that I wanted to touch. Yeah, that, that's right. All right. So um, we've come down to the tail end of the show. Uh, we did have some people that were up on the switchboard, but the switchboard was too lit for me to unmute people. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know what number was what. So... Uh, so what we're going to do real quick is we're going to go to the switchboard. So anyone that wants to say something, have a question and things of that nature, go ahead and press that number one button so I can see who you are. and Go ahead and unmute you. Um, I know that some of our co-hosts was up on the switch and they didn't get a chance to talk, but we got you. We love you. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to try this line. I'm not really sure if this is one of them. Uh, let's see. Call a number three five seven six. Did you have something that you wanted to say or add this evening? I did actually. I just wanted to know because since it's, you really don't know what to call his genre of music, it's like he's creating his own sound. You know, I did have one question. Like, how do you say? Like, what do you say is different about your music that sets you apart from other artists? in, like, these different genres. So who would set you apart from, like, the rap genre or the trap genre or the pop genre or the rock genre? Like, what's, what's different about you and your sound? I like that question, you know, because um, you're right. I, I hear a lot of trap beats, and I hear a lot of, um, uh, I may go back even further and say even hyphen music. And, you know, I was told that uh, my music was good, but it just wasn't didn't fit the the genre of that uh that region. And for me I just go back to um like I said, I'm from that boom bap era and the the selection of, of music and sound and, and the way I uh, was able to produce it, you know, it just 
you know, to me and from other folks that I've uh, I've heard it. It's just a different kind of sound from the normal uh, type of sound and uh, uh, music that you hear out there as far as with the trap and the, um, I, I think it's another, can't come to mind. Oh, okay. Well, I do like the sound, and I just want to say keep yeah. doing your thing. Um, do you oh, have any upcoming events it. or upcoming shows um, that we can, you know, possibly take a look at you at or where we can get your music if you want to have it? Yeah. Yes, you can uh, visit my website uh, at uh, com. Um, also, I'm on uh, Twitter, uh, XOENT. And X-O-M-E-D-E-N-T. Uh, definitely have all my uh, information listed. And uh, as oh. of right now, uh, I just have an international date. Um, we're working on uh, scheduling some uh, domestic dates. Uh, definitely, it will be through Coast to Coast Live events. And all of that information okay. will be listed on the website. So I do actually have another question. How did you get into the whole getting overseas and hooking up with artists overseas and doing these all these great things overseas. Like how, because you don't, most artists, especially from here in the DMV, yeah. you don't hear about them, mm-hmm. you know, having features with an artist, you know, overseas or having a show overseas. So how did you get into that? Right. Like how easy or difficult is that to do? Uh, I, I just was blessed with, uh, you know, the opportunity to be able to tour over there. Uh, you know, being it from being in the military and also being able to uh, uh, visit the region and uh, as a civilian, and you know, my love of hip hop, and I've always, uh, you know, I think with being overseas, I was able to. They have open mics, and you know, sometimes open mics overseas. Uh, yeah, they, they let you get on the mic and, and let you, you know, let you rap. And I was just one of those MCs that I was able to perform at an event for uh, Tim Westwood, um, you know, with him and Funkmaster Flex was, you know, frequently you know, coming over. And, you know, just being seen and, you know, having that hunger, that desire uh, coming up. Well, that's definitely what's up. Just keep doing your thing, um, you know, and I'm yeah. definitely going to follow you on your social media. Look back for me. Okay, just definitely, have a great night, guys. Thank you. Okay, definitely. You do the same. All right. So um, pretty much that sums it all up for the evening. Um, we definitely want to thank the entire right. team for being right. here in attendance tonight. want to thank you, PM, yeah. for jumping online with us, chop it up for a minute, and just, you know, helping no us understand no you as an artist, you know, give us some knowledge yeah. for all of the upcoming people and things of that nature. Um, but of course, yeah. as to all things, things must come to an end. Um, all of our shows are definitely on iTunes as free podcasts, as well as on the web where you can download as an MP3 file. However, you want to, we're out here, so don't say you can't find. No doubt, no doubt. I see you. But definitely salute. Shout out definitely. to all of your people, as well as uh, go ahead and give all of your social media and all the web links one more time for us. Okay, no doubt. You can reach me at uh, I'm on IG at uh, XO M E D E N T, uh, Twitter at XO M E D E N T, uh, XO E N T. 
Um, you can reach me on uh, SoundCloud, Extraordinary Entertainment, Google Plus, and Extraordinary Entertainment. Okay. All right. Thank you very, very, very much. And we do have one more track up on Switch tonight called That's What It Is. Could you tell us a little All bit right. about it, a little background history real quick? You got 10 seconds. Yes, yeah, my, uh, my new song, That's What It Is, Top 30 in Europe. DMV support the movement. Romello, thank you. Salute. That's what it is. Do more than dream a dream. Live it. All everybody. That's what it is. When you chilling in the club, pop bottles, she's always showing love. That's what it is. When you grinding to the top, started from the bottom, now we pop. That's what it is. Celebrate with a felon, party hard like a never done it. That's what it is. Packs moving out, that's what it is. Packs sitting on, that's what it is. In the league, extraordinary gentlemen. Move in on your block like Letterman. Send goons to your crib, postman. Power money, high chief for respect, fam. Yeah. Cause Uncle Benny and I eating out my bowl stand I rock land, NY, Wisconsin We don't mix dark girls and light sand We coming back, we rule worlds with gold crowns And rap money and blow, we out of bounds And get it poppin', yeah dog, layin' down And if you do it, they notice, for my hundred thousand Hundred blocks and hundred cities and hundred towns They ain't tryna get me a hundred nigga down And we movin' out all day, selling out and when you chillin' in the club, pop bottles, she's always showing love. That's what it is. When you grindin' to the top, started from the bottom, now we pop. That's what it is. Celebrate with a felon, party hard like I never done it. That's what it is. Packs moving out, that's what it is. Packs sitting on, that's what it is. Now dog, even exchange. We need all of that, even your dreams. What? Ever you fantasize and follow my lead? I can take you to them places you only seeing on screen. Real talk, believe it or not. Believe it, I'm hot. Big homie, I talk to the time to get knocked. Rubber band rapping. Took you to the well, you were scared to put your neck in. Oh well, stick my neck out for them. No sale. Halloween, Brady, my make deals. Oh, break bank. Put it in the air till my don't sink. Forever, four letters. <laughs> Devil's the kitchen. That's what it is. When you chillin' in the club, pop bottles, always showing love. That's what it is. When you grindin' to the top, started from the bottom, now we pop. That's what it is. Celebrate with a felon, party hard like I never done it. That's what it is. Packs moving out. That's what it is. Packs sitting on. That's we what already it is. on deck. We moved it. Numbers on day. We do it. You need it on the low, get with me. I don't sleep, all we clock is some G's, my I'm about it, I shock it back to P. I'm out here, don't kill my breeze, slowly. Streets told me to talk it, now a spit it. These rappers rapping like they want their real competition. I f up yourselves, you don't wanna with it. Keep dropping your songs, I drop albums, slowly. 
They fit and cut the lines out of the chains of the corners. Wouldn't care if I seen them on the corners. But since I didn't get to say the king of the coroners. I'm out here, fighting place of the hood, man. How many species to kill or be killed, man? I'm in business to follow through with what I plan. To get this bread, but any means, that's what it is. When you chilling in the club, pop bottles, always showing love, that's what it is. When you grinding to the top, started for the bottom, now we pop, that's what it is. Celebrate with a felon, party hard like a n- never done it. 